It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. As always, on a Thursday, again, we're seven days a week now. Exciting shout-out to, well, my usual co-host, who's on her day off today, Alex White and uh, Matt Neverett for being here yesterday. Oh, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to do that. Uh, I'm all alone up here. I won't be alone for long, because uh, where the Frank is Nicotero, where he'll inevitably end up in that seat at some point yeah. after the segment, uh, about a half hour from now. Matt Cox of Three Man Weave, our usual college hoops outing that we usually do here on this Thursday. He'll be with us today. And, of course, sitting in, doing double duty, and staying well-dressed. And, once again, always, no offense to our guy Frank, always better dressed than Frank. (laughs) It's not very hard to do that one. Oh, wow. Whoa. Shots fired. Wow. (laughs) Wow. You're spoiling the bit. Right, right, right off the right off the bat. <laughs> uh, McCormick, uh, Ryan McCormick is here as well. It's uh, it's good to have you here as well. We have uh, we have a few things I want to uh, yeah. just uh, want to get off get get out there uh, beforehand. I asked when I was here on Monday, Frankel like this because uh, wherever he may be listening, right? Um, whether it's here or there or everywhere, yeah. Um, I asked all the Dr. locals Seuss. here because yeah. Ryan's a local and's been here uh, <laughs> yeah. after uh, coming from California. Sean's, Sean, you're born and bred Vegas, correct? Yeah. Alex is is born and bred Vegas. What family's in town? My mom wanted to see Dead Valley. I asked all you guys who have been here longer than me. Hey, what? Uh, well, Sean wasn't here, so that's not fair to Sean. But been to Death Valley. What? What do you got going? What's going on? Yeah. You guys gave me nothing. Yeah. None gave of us. Absolutely nothing. None of us have ever nothing. been. Or... And all I will say is. Yeah. For mid-January. Now, I don't think I would have the same take if I went in on July 15th. No. No. I don't think I'd have the same take. But it is just. If you are a fan of. Uh, if you are a fan of geology. A sentence I never thought I would utter, <laughs> utter on this show. That is the place for you. It was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Very good rocks by the book, yes. Um, but very impressive. Very, very much enjoyed myself. But I, I need to bring this up also because uh, folks are in town. Um, myself, my wife, and my parents. We went to Michael's, the gourmet room yes. here last yes. night, and not our Frank, not our Frank, but the Frank who who waited on us, took care of us last night. His whole crew. We closed closed the shop down last night. Shout out to them. Amazing, amazing meal. At Michael's here, uh, just uh, you go right past the oyster bar, the beautiful looking uh, door on the left across from the gift shop. As good of a meal as I've had in this town. Lamb ch- had the uh, had the uh, the lamb for two. It's wonderful. I very much enjoyed myself. So nice. at least want to throw that out there. If you're looking for a high end meal, come to the South Point and go to Michael's Gourmet. Uh, it was it was awesome. One of the many restaurants on property that are very good. Well, I mean, yeah. look. Uh, it, it, Every price range, every right. type of food is yeah. hit on this property. Uh, if you want, if you want just regular steak, you got plenty of options. You got yep. Silverado. You have uh, primarily prime rib. It's easier to say for others than me, apparently. Uh, of course, uh, the oyster bar where our guy, uh, our guy Frank, last week, yeah, shucking oysters. My, what a, what a job! I, again, I got to give him credit when when he comes in in person. Just yeah, the the great job of shucking, or more importantly. He's not a big oyster guy. No. Eating the oysters. 
Yep. Uh, Powered through it. Uh, on where the Frank is Nicotero. We'll figure out where the Frank is Nicotero later in the show. Yep. I got it right twice, which means I'm definitely getting it wrong when I kick to it later. All right, let's go into to, uh, to the NFL. So just uh, since the last time we were on, this, I was on, we now have the final eight. Yep. It's not the elite eight. That's basketball. The final eight, the elegant eight. No, that's, 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 that doesn't work. Well, not for football. Um, Tampa handled their business against Philadelphia, which by the way, shout out to all of us. Great job. Yep. Got it home. You can clap. It's okay, Ryan. Everyone. Good job by yourself. The team parlay gets home. (laughs) It was the team teaser. And it would have even gotten there. Even if Pittsburgh was still included. Yep. Incredible run. Incredible for us. So we have our final eight. Starting on uh, on Saturday in the AFC side of things, you know it's interesting. I was just trying to figure out where this number would come when we knew uh, where we'd be at. By the way, that's uh, those are the exact numbers that we have here, uh, still available to be bet. If you want to bet the exact result of the Super Bowl, still can be bet here behind us here at the South Point right now. Forty ers over Ravens, still your betting favorite. Not much of a shock there. Uh, four plus four fifty on that. Uh, what is that long shot? Is uh, Tampa over Houston? And yeah. Green Bay over Houston, both yep. at 450 to 1. Yep. Much rather have the Green Bay over Houston than the Tampa over Houston. I can tell you that right now. Uh, but this game came nine, Ryan, nine and a half. Uh, now it's nine. Total's been bet down. Uh, you know, the weather is, was a huge story last week. Of course, moved that game out of Buffalo. Uh, there's very fortunate there's no Friday night football on the East Coast because basically that whole I 95 corridor. Relevant for Philadelphia or New right. York, sorry guys, but for Baltimore, of course, uh, supposed to be up to up to six inches of snow on Saturday in, in Baltimore. It's supposed to be perfect, all things considered. Yeah, a little windy, about fifty mile an hour winds, but fifty mile an hour winds at thirty degrees in the middle of the back end of January is pretty good uh, for for Baltimore, Maryland. I I, I have not bet this game. It's probably going to be the one game I definitely don't bet. Because we saw this matchup in week one, and I can't take anything from that. Because right. Houston wasn't Houston. Houston yep. didn't score a touchdown in that game. Actually, their defense held up really well in that game, but we didn't know. We didn't know that C.J. Stroud right. was going to have the historic rookie season. Tank Dell making his NFL debut. Uh, everyone's getting used to the, the, the back of Ryan's making his head coaching debut. The game was 7-6 at halftime. No touchdowns in the game for Houston. They only averaged three and a half yards of play, but Baltimore only averaged four and a half yards of play. So maybe Baltimore struggles to move the ball. But again, at some point, you expect this Baltimore group to bust through. Yep. I still expect them to win this game, but I'm not there enough to lay a whole hefty nine in right. this one with Baltimore against Houston. Uh, I can tell you right now, and Alex and I discussed this on Monday, we had a line at that point on the Niners and the Packers. Uh I'm going to be on San Francisco, anything south of 10. We're at nine and a half. That's still good. I don't expect it to go through nine and a half down to nine. Anything, I think it's coming back the other way. Where Ryan, uh, we'll have, we'll have a, we'll have a uh, one-hour football Friday tomorrow on this show. Chris brought it up on a previous football Friday. Where last week's usually the week for dogs. Last week we saw... Of course, uh, Houston, underdog, went out, right? Somehow at home, yeah. Yeah, home underdog, got it done. Kansas City, favorite, they win against Miami in the, in the Ice Bowl 2.0 in Kansas City. Yep. Uh, Green Bay, obviously, emphatically, yes. outright against Dallas. Dominated them, too. Uh, Detroit, 
didn't cover, even though they won. So that was another dog that got there. Tampa outright on Monday. Uh, Pittsburgh, of course, did not get there on on uh, the regular numbers, but got there on teaser numbers if you, if you put them through. Yep. This is usually historically a week for favorites. Now, right. a little bit different now because since 2020, there's only been one by team. So this is only. See, sometimes we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do math here. Uh, 2020, 2021, 2022. This is the fourth year we've done this. Uh, with with this one seed only getting a buy, Niners uh, in in this one slot for the first time since they flipped this format over. Of course, San Francisco famously took out Green Bay in the inverse of this two years ago, yeah. where the Packers were all set up as the second consecutive number one seed for them. Jimmy Garoppolo and company didn't score an offensive touchdown and won the game in Lambeau in a cold, blustery January night. Can't take anything from that game. Can't take anything historically trends-wise with both of these teams. They're very different than yeah. what they were two years ago. Yeah, of course, Jordan Love is there. Yeah. Uh, the only the only constant for Green Bay is Lafleur. Yep. That's really the only constant yep. at this point. The whole all the receivers are young. The youngest team in the NFL. I don't like this spot for them. Where I love that spot last week in Dallas. I thought Dallas may. I wasn't in the full. Dallas is fraudulent, but it did kind of scream. Dallas looks ahead, right? And Green Bay would have been playing some really good football the last month of the season. Took full advantage of it. Uh, but Niners, anything short of 10, I think is good there. Yeah. And you're, you're wearing the, you're somewhat wearing the color tie today. Yeah. There's more and more uh, basketball reasons. More basketball reasons. Yeah. Yeah. My, my alma mater is playing their rival tonight. So is, uh, so is what, Southern Utah, Utah Valley? Utah Tech. Utah, Utah Tech. Dixie, so the old Dixie, formerly, yeah, the formerly old Dixie, Dixie State, State, Utah Tech. St. George. Uh, what is Utah Tech's mascot? The Trailblazers. Yeah, the Trailblazers. Still, still the Trailblazers. Yeah. I didn't want to. I don't want to say anything long. I'm still spooked when uh, and if Matt Cox is going to join us in a few moments. We'll appreciate this when LIU inexplicably switched from the Blackbirds to the Sharks and didn't realize it and got got caught in the middle of a show in the past. It's like, oh, they're not the Blackbirds anymore. They're the Sharks uh, with a merger with a different campus on uh, in that LIU system. Uh, before we get to our guy Matt Cox, uh, I just done the Sunday games real quick. Nothing on the Detroit-Tampa game. I have no clue. Okay. If you tell me Detroit runs them out of the building, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no. If you tell me Tampa outright beats them. I'd probably be a little more I'd be a little there. surprised, yeah. but it wouldn't be like, whoa, earth-shattering that Tampa did this. I actually think the I, Tampa Baker looked awesome. Now, granted, the Eagles right. were yes. they one, two, three Cancun yeah. uh, basically the last, <laughs> yeah. the last six weeks. Uh, but very impressive uh, from Tampa to, to do what they did. And yeah. again, they were... I thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah. They're in final eight. So. Kind of got a gift with the division that they're in. Well, sure. Well, look, you take advantage of what's handed to you. Right. And credit to Todd yeah. Bowles and his team. They took full advantage of a terrible division. Yep. Almost said a word that was a little bit different than that. Uh, but they took full advantage of it. And then all I will tell you, and this will come as no shock, and we'll break it down further through the week. I'm on Kansas City. I okay. like them outright. Yep. I don't think that should not a, as, not any bit of a homer there. No, well, it's not. A, I'm not a homer on that. That's just the well. What's the anti of homer of just being anti a team basically? That's what it is. I think. Yeah, I think it's about the same. Yeah, yeah. but I'm also way. I'm with Again, you on Kansas City. I, yeah. we, we know my thoughts all year. I thought the market's been too high on Buffalo. Yep. I'm a little bit surprised that this mar this number hasn't crossed back to three yet. Um, I do think it will by the time the game. Ends. I really? think. We'll do you see think it? We'll see. Ends three. three? We'll see it again. Okay. Saw it for a small period of time this morning okay. here. Uh, again, it's this is the ultimate toggler between two and a half, three, yeah. two and a half, three, two yeah. and a half, three. Uh, I think we'll see the threes again. So this is one of those uh, Vinny games, don't blink. You see the three? 
Well, I think it's more that they don't that Chris and company don't want this landing Buffalo three. Right. I, I I don't know about the don't blink. I think it probably will be. I mean, that's the last game of the weekend, especially right. if the favorites yep. are covering all weekend. Yep. Very much. Good They've to already see. talked about it. They've had four times the amount of handle on that game alone than all the other games combined. For Buffalo so and Kansas City. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. I mean, this is. It's weird because obviously we're the last two years we got Cincinnati and. Kansas City in the AFC title game the last two years, uh, this still kind of feels like the one that people still have wanted to see where we were close last year. We got it, two, got it obviously the famous one with the 12 seconds right. and Kansas City finds a also way. Also, this one being in Buffalo. First to time see that in the playoffs. Yeah. Remember, this is the first true road game for Patrick Mahomes yep. in the postseason, amazingly enough. <laughs> it just shows how good Kansas City has been in the Mahomes era. All right, we're going to take a quick break. we get back. Our guy for three-man weave, Matt Cox, joins the show. Uh, as he said, mid-major bets for the people. Coming up next here on Sports by the Book. South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world. Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn. And so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Ryan McCormick's here as well. We'll figure out where the Frank is Nicotero in about 20 minutes from now. But first, our weekly check-in with at least one of the gentlemen from Three Man Weave. This week, it is Matt Cox with us right now. Look at this. All, all the Hoosiers gear to, to kick us off here, Matt. Yep. Yep. It's uh, I'm not wearing it proudly. It's more out of shame. Um, tough spot right now for Indiana basketball. Not that uh, you know, most programs probably have zero sympathy for us, but it's been been rough this season. Um, yeah, Twitter's not a kind place for Mike Woodson <laughs> or those involved with the program. 
definitely that, a, a good place to stay away from. That's one way. That's one way to put it. That's one way to put yeah. it. Uh, again, toxic, I think, as the kids say, toxic. Yeah, sure. I, th- I think that's it. And you know, also, like again, like it's it's been such a bizarre year in the Big Ten, uh, especially for the like like Michigan. Yeah, I know they they beat Ohio State earlier in the week, but that's been a rough go. But they're in action. We'll get to that game a little later uh, here tonight. And it just yeah, Purdue. You have Wisconsin. You have Illinois. You have Northwestern off to another great start. And the funny part of it is, like, you look at what 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 we're uh, you're saying. I would say a little bit toxic right now in the socials. I mean, Indiana's right now uh, is solo fifth in the uh, conference. Right there. <laughs> solo yep. fifth in the conference. The, it's funny they're actually you know, they're within that striking distance, but like the NCAA tournament is by no means out of reach for IU because they've come so close. They've walked the tightrope with so many bad teams, but they've won all those games. They don't really have any terrible losses. Um, I mean, the Big Ten formula is simple, right? You win at home, like you have to win at home. You, like it's 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 a no questions asked. If you don't protect your home court, you have no chance in this league. Um, and steal what you can on the road. I mean, Wisconsin's kind of been the they've seemed to have solved this blueprint. And what's scary is that this year they actually have a really good team. Like Wisconsin, I think, is built to play in the Big Ten, built to win on the road. Their defense, their pace, although they're more dynamic this year, that like keeps them in every game on the road. But they're actually like good, and they have these X factors this year at the AJ Store and John Blackwell. And I, I, I've been kind of a, 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 a Bucky badger hater this season a seller but I, i've i've regathered some stocks some shares recently i'm kind of in on this team just winning this league at five to one yeah i wouldn't wouldn't be shocked again uh purdue is two losses already they have that uh over they just can't beat northwestern for whatever reason they have that loss in evanston <laughs> uh and then of course the huskers dominated them uh wisconsin by the way and the purdue played twice this year one on february 4th that is in madison and in the final game of the Big Ten regular season uh, in West Lafayette, uh, the what we would expect to be the final game in West Lafayette for Zach Eady uh, in that one down the road. All right, I want one more year. <laughs> what? No, I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> I want to hit this game because it's starting real quick. Uh, it started twelve minutes from now, and it's in the Big Ten. I, you know, what do you make of the Spartans? They had twelve point favorites tonight against Minnesota. Who? I I, I think. Uh, What's, what, what's the right word for that? They've been pesky this year, the Gophers. They, they, I wouldn't say they've been good. They've been yeah. better than I thought they were going to be, but they haven't quite turned the corner quite yet. But Michigan State, as we know, that really weird non-con where they kicked it off with that loss at home to James Madison and then just couldn't get over, just couldn't finish games until they right. blasted Baylor in, in Detroit. And then, of course, in, in conference play, you get – pounded in Evanston and you lose that close game to Illinois, uh, Spartans still have a lot of work to do here. In general, I've learned this over the years, um, trying to follow stories and daily reporting and beats uh, as a handicapper, like especially like the big programs where there's 10 stories written about each game. Michigan State obviously falls in that camp. I mean, you would have thought the sky was falling after the Northwestern loss. I mean, like Izzo with all the quotes that went viral on Twitter, um, Lost by 14 at Northwestern. Okay, yeah, tough loss. Gave up 88 points. I get why it didn't look good. But, like, you look back at the last month, just zoom out. I mean, have, how many bad games did they really play? They lost by three at Illinois. I mean, Illinois is still very good. Mm-hmm. I know they're without Terrence Shannon, but, like, I don't think that's anything to, um, you know, anything to be embarrassed by. I think they covered that. I think it was a four-point closing number there. So, and they beat Rutgers by 18 at home. Like, I mean, they, we're, they're good. They're going to be prone to ups and downs, like a lot of teams are this year. It's sort of that, like, 10th to 30th best team in the country. It's a pretty flat curve, I think, within like that kind of jumbled tier two, you know, just below tier one. 
I still think this team has upside to be like a vintage Izzo, March, Scorcher, because they have young talent, they have veteran guards, and Tyson Walker is kind of the guy you can see carrying you in a three, four-game tournament in March, um, or just kind of turning it on late in the year in general. I'm still believing. I know it sounds like it's bad there, but I think it's fine. I think it's just a lot of overreaction on a 24-hour news cycle, which is what college basketball is for a lot of these big, big premier programs. Well, and again, I would anticipate they're going to make the NCAA tournament. They're probably going to be a lower seed than they would like. And you and I both know what happens when Michigan State gets in as a seven seed. We we know what will happen. They'll somehow get placed with with, with a mediocre 10 seed in the weakest two. And they'll be playing in the second weekend. That, that, that's usually what happens when we get this circumstance. They are uh, number the tenth seed right now in bracket matrix. So yeah, just so seven ten, yeah. just exact same narrative, just switch to seven and ten. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's it, the point. Inevitably, what that will be what happens, and the one seeds will hope they don't fall to an eight nine line. That, that's yep. basically yep. how that will all break down. Uh, speaking of a team that's uh, that's on a ten game winning streak, but a little bit erratic. Uh, out of the American, that's Memphis, who, uh, you know, they, this stretch of games that Memphis has had where they needed a buzzer beater to beat Tulsa in regulation. Yep. They barely, they have to come from behind at halftime to beat an SMU team that uh, does well metrically. I'm not a huge fan of that team, but, yeah, they could end up sneaking onto the bubble. Uh, they needed overtime to beat a, a genuinely awful UTSA team at home. Uh, yep. They, yep. They, they, And then they flip around and score 112 on Wichita, which, boy, what a... What a stark difference of program that is now from what it was five years ago. My goodness. But tonight, yep. Memphis is back at home. They're taking on South Florida. Uh, South Florida, they're an okay basketball team, about middle of the country. Uh, but the market, it, Matt, now you texted me this. He took a little bit more earlier in the day at better numbers. But the market is like the Bulls in this. Uh, as high as 11 and a half in the market, down to 10 right now with Memphis yep. playing it with a total uh, not surprisingly, the pace that Memphis plays, 158 on this one. So I think you're seeing the recent move. Like last half hour or last hour, I think it was at 11. Now it's down to, yeah, it looks like 10 at most places. Got reported that there's been terrible weather in the area, and the Memphis uh, communications like literally released a, a suggestion to fans to not come to the game, like stay home watching oh, the game. So I think the home court's going to be pretty, um, I don't know, I don't think barren, but it will not be a typical rowdy FedEx form, I don't believe. That's what I believe the move was on from like 11 to 10. And then from the opener to 13 and a half or 13 to 12 and a half down to 11. I just think people are selling Memphis as like this juicy favorite, right? I just think Penny is, you know, how he coaches and how his players play. It's more of the Al Davis just win baby type of mantra. Um, they just haven't really been a cohesive enough unit yet to beat teams by margin. Now we saw them just put the hammer on Wichita stay on the road. They were like 17 of 30 from that was kind of an outlier game. I don't think that's like a, a start of more demolition derbies to come. I think that was just kind of a, a one-off thing where they kind of come back home, sleepier spot, as I mentioned, the home crowd thing. I think the Bulls make this close tonight. But just kind of zooming out on the American at large, I talked about, or everyone talked about last year, how the Conference USA was way better than people realized at the time, right? FAU with their deep run in the tournament, North Texas went in the NIT. Um, I think the American is that league that people are going to realize coming out of maybe some CBI, CIT, NIT, wherever the postseason shakes out. There are a lot better teams in this conference I think people get give credit for. Thus, FAU and Memphis are once again going to be underseeded, I think, in the tournament. So that's sort of the deja vu 
uh, story I see playing out here for the American heavy hitters, FAU and Memphis. Well, I definitely agree on the Memphis front. FAU's resume is so uh, so weird because you have it's weird. You, you, you have three losses that they have no business. In. Well, granted, I know Charlotte is off to this good start, but you're supposed to win that game in Charlotte. The Bryant home loss was just a bad loss. And then the one that Florida Gulf Coast loss was a totally ridiculous one. But they also they also beaten Butler. They beaten A&M. Uh, they, of course, beat Arizona here in Vegas. Like, they have these amazing wins. Oh, and also, by the way, they made, like you mentioned, like they made the, the run of the Final Four. They were buzzer beater away from being in the title game. I just wonder if, and I know this didn't work for Butler the season right after they made the first championship game. But it kind of worked for Butler after that, where the name recognition kind of yeah, just pushed right. them over the edge, maybe if the team wasn't quite as good as the seed indicated. The good thing for FAU is that they'll probably, you know, given the season plays out as planned, they probably take a couple more losses in conference. But I, I expect them to be an at-large around the seven to six mm-hmm. seed type line. I mean, they're six and two against Q1, Q2. For comparison, uh, Tennessee is seven and four. Um Connecticut is eight and two. Like, I mean, they, like their upper end resume is really, really good. And I think the committee will latch onto that. I tend to think most of the committee members will look more at who have you beaten and they tend to kind of skirt the, you know, they can shrug off one or two bad losses, but we'll see. I mean, I think good thing is like a few of these SEC teams, like Mississippi State losing to Southern at home. Uh, you've seen some bad, bad losses. So hopefully, you know, you got enough of those that the committee looks around and maybe gives them a pass for that. But uh, it's certainly a team I'll be buying all my shares on for sure in March. I just think that's a, um, you know, they could be a buy low once again, heading into the tournament. We'll see though. Well, I mean, if they're a seven seed, I'm sure the two seed would love that. I'm sure, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure they'd the love FAU that. FAU versus Michigan State, and then the two seed is probably like you or Kentucky, and then John Cal gets bounced round of 32, and then he complains about the draw, and then the UK fans want his head on a spike, and then that whole cycle repeats. And yeah, that's how that'll play out. Honestly, I was thinking Kansas, but. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that to Kansas. I don't think if that was the, no, the seven ten. Now I think we all know how that one uh, no, works. No, Missouri's no better. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not good. Yeah. Let's uh, go to another man. You you're all over the mid majors today. Let's go. Uh, this is an intriguing match. If South Alabama welcomes Troy in the Battle of Alabama here, uh, Jaguars at home a one point underdog against the Trojans with a total of one forty nine. Yeah, sorry to not hit the uh, the marquee matchups for the the audience tonight, but just not a ton of value there. I didn't see much, at least. I, this one's tough. I mean, I love, or I'm sorry, I hate fading Troy. I love their head coach, Scott Cross. He's like the ultimate junkyard dog, no-nonsense dude. He's been an ATS cover machine the last few years. The ultimate do-more-with-less type dude. Um, but Richie Riley as an underdog has been a really good bet lately, especially at home. They get a really good home crowd there. Down in Mobile, I think their talent is starting to play up a little more. We've seen them have some inconsistencies to start the season, um, but this is a good spot for them. I just think it's a it's a good time to sell a team that's five and zero with a target on their back in conference play. But the team that's probably more talented in USA and a coach I like and respect that sort of neutralizes what's usually a coaching edge for Troy. So yeah, I did take the uh, like it's plus one pick, whatever it is now, right around there with uh, with USA seven eighty. That's a pretty yeah, pretty interesting league. In all honesty, all right now, where of course James, belt, baby. James Madison got all the headlines at non-con and deservedly so. They're three and two in conference. Uh, Appalachian State, I Dusty, Dusty Kurtz yeah. is going to end up with a real job. But like, I did no disrespect Same. to Appalachian yeah. State, but you're going to end up in a power power four, uh, power four plus Big East at some point. 
Uh, you would imagine. Yeah, they beat Auburn. I mean, how good is that? Yeah, right? amazing like, win. And that was at home. But, I mean, that's a legit team. That's a legit win. So, yeah, I get a very, very good league uh, that will only end up with one bid that if, uh, uh, if the committee gave a little more respect to these smaller leagues, they, well, you know what? If James Madison doesn't win the league, maybe the Sun Belt gets to. Maybe, maybe, but wouldn't hold yeah, my breath yeah. on that. They need a gaudy record, but yeah, it's, James Madison's within a, an arm's length of uh, within at large there if they can continue around the table. Let's go to the Battle of Idaho. I, I know everyone's been ready for this one here uh, tonight. Idaho, Idaho State, your matchup. Uh, this one is at Idaho State tonight. Uh, and it's a four-point line with the four-and-a-half, four in the market right now with the Bengals laying it against the Vandals tonight with a 133-and-a-half total. Of course, the uh, the Northwest potato land is going to be psyched for this one. Uh, I just think I'm getting what's effectively, um, if not the better team, a team that's basically um, near equals. And the coach I like born, Alex Pribble, first-year head coach, uh, one of these guys who was brought out of like the D1, uh, you know, recycled cesspool, like they actually coaches from the D2, D3, JUCO ranks. We've seen like numerous success stories. I think Pribble is just another one of those guys, right? I mean, they were 359 to start the year in Kempom. A bunch of D2, D3 guys they brought in. Um, and now they're up to 316. I just think there's a lot more upside to this team. Not a ton of talent, but with the way they play, um, you know, with Pribble kind of bringing that unknown factor, right? You're seeing teams in conference for the first time. Opponents don't know the stuff. They don't know how to scout yet. I think that kind of gives them an edge here for these first, you know, eight or so games in conference play. And again, not a terrible travel, cross-state rival. Um, I don't imagine it's going to be an absolute bananas crowd there. I think Idaho, now healthier than they have been, gets the outright win. And uh, where is Idaho State located? Pocatello? Pochatello? How do you say that? What is that, Pocatello? Geography quiz? Yeah, Pocatello, a, thank you. I think it's Pocatello, mm. yeah. Uh, again, I, I, I had to put all my research pre-show into remembering that it was the Bengals of Idaho State because there's a lot of a lot of Bengals running around the state of Idaho these days. So, <laughs> yeah, um, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. But, uh, uh, on the Vandals uh, tonight, forget though. Take the points. Take take a, a little piece of the money line, uh, according to our guy Matt tonight. Uh, yeah, perhaps uh, good or money line. I think both are about equal. Right now. Yep. All right, uh, I want I. I, I'm not going to ask you a take on this game because Gonzaga's on the road to 12-point favorites in Malibu tonight against Pepperdine. But this is a question that has to be asked with the way that their resume is. We haven't seen them since their loss in Santa Clara, where, of course, Santa Clara flipped around and got absolutely destroyed by St. Mary's in the following game. I, Matt, I don't think this is an NCAA tournament team. I think the only reason they're going to get in if they don't win the WCC tournament is yeah. solely because of name recognition. And... Nothing, and yeah, I know Ken Palm angry. has him 25. I don't think they're the 25th best team in the country, and against all the good teams they played, Purdue handled them in Maui, or in Honolulu in the, in the Maui Invitational. They lose in Seattle against a Washington team that I think is pretty mid-pack in a pretty pedestrian yep. Pac-12. Yep. UConn, there was no doubt who was the better team that night in Seattle. San Diego State went on the road, beat them in the kennel, and then that, where Gonzaga teams, and I like Santa Clara, I've bet them a ton this year and have been pretty good with them because I think they're undervalued. Herb Sendak, baby. Yep. But that's a game you don't lose if you're Gonzaga. And they lost it. I don't think they're a tournament team, man. I really don't. And and, and again, we'll, we'll play this clip in two months when they've racked off 14 out of 15 and they, uh, they look like Gonzaga again. So people forget on their resume they're playing at Kentucky on February 10th. Like, that is – if I'm Mark Few, oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I have one of my assistants – 
like breaking down Kentucky film 24-7. They absolutely have to have that win to get them into any sort of favorable position for that large because there's not a ton of opportunities in WCC. Uh, the Dons have been awesome. Um, that could age toward, I think, Q2 territory. I don't have the, the metrics for me. That, that's a win they need to get. And obviously the St. Mary's um, bouts are going to be huge, right? But um, I think it's been a whole February 3rd, then they finished there to the finale um, at St. Mary's. I'm with you. I don't think they're going to make it because I think their path to get there is too tough with just the lack of remaining opportunity. I still think they are around like a top 30-ish team. Um, they, they've, you know, it's, I think their schedule has been a little bit like they had Washington B and they blew that lead, right? They probably should have won that game, honestly. Um, UCLA, USC, I think they actually played those teams before they really started to tail off. Like I, they're obviously not as good as we thought, but they were probably better than what they're both ranked right now in the numbers. That makes sense. I'm making a lot of excuses here moving the goalpost for Gonzaga. I get that. I still think they are a pretty good team. I just don't know if there's enough opportunities left in the resume, given their missed chances so far for them to get there, save the Kentucky, um, you know, home run, Hill Mary, one shot to, to get back on the right side of the bubble type of opportunity there. Well, that's uh, – I, I totally forgot about that game until you brought it up. That's It was clearly – Hey, you're taking away the SC, the Big Twelve SEC challenge. I'm scheduling I'm scheduling a big yes. time game <laughs> yeah. in the middle of conference play by Cal. I mean, that's I mean, that that is a rare again, Gonzaga's not Gonzaga, but it's still again gonna be a game that's like got a lot of a lot of juice to it. And as you said, Tons. you're right and you're right. Oh, yeah. Going to Rupp, you wanna be in the tournament if you're having a lackluster year, Gonzaga, you go there and win. Narrative's all different. You're in. You're in. As long as you don't totally fall on your face at WCC play, you're 100 percent right, Matt. Yeah, it's, there are landmines there. I'm not saying they're going to lose tonight at the waves. I didn't. I, I was tempted to take Lorenzo Romar tonight. I did not though. But uh, there might be one or two close calls left on this WCC slate one. He's Matt Cox again. Find his great work, three man weave him, Kai, Jim do great work as always on the tweets at Maddie underscore Cox as well. If you want Matt's personal page on the Twitter machine, Matt, pleasure as always. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Have a great week and enjoy family time, sir. Oh, I will. I will. Absolutely will. Going to the, uh, Ryan, going to the sphere to, tonight. The sphere? The sphere. Whatever. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. The sphere, sphere, whatever. Whatever you want to, whatever you want. The circular, the big, cool circular thing. Giant uh, snow globe looking thing. Yeah. Pretty good uh, tonight. Uh, looking forward to that, uh, to see the interior of that. And no, no, you too. Not, not that high rolling, but regardless. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, where the Frank is Nick Atero. We'll find out next. Sports by the Book. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas' top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 12.30, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 12.30 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grand View Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. 
our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Come back in. It is Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Piles. And you know what? Let's get into it before I make a mistake. Let's find out where the Frank is Nicotero. Here I am. I'm in the race bump with my buddy Ralph Sirocco. Ralph is the host of South Point Studios Race, race Day, Day Las Vegas. Vegas right? Race Day Las Vegas. It's yeah. a huge hit. Everyone's watching it. We appreciate it. So he's going to give me some, uh, some tips on how I can win some money here in the race book, which, by the way, the South Point's the only hotel that separates separates the two. And we love that, right, Ralph? Absolutely. You know, race players, when they're handicapping and all that stuff, they don't want to hear a guy yelling behind them because the, uh, you know, the, the official didn't throw the flag. Right, right, right. And at the same time, when guys are watching a football game or another sporting event, they don't want to hear a guy yelling for a horse down the street. Come stretch. with the six. Yeah. Come on. yeah, right. So they separate them. It's, it's the only one like this in Las Vegas, and it's a hit. A it's big a hit. hit. We love it. So listen, how can, how can I bet on a horse? We're going to bet on a race at Santa Anita, uh -huh. uh, right outside of Los Angeles in Pasadena. So what are we thinking today? Well, um, we're thinking that there's two ways actually three ways of, of handicapping races. You could either have a sharp dart. Okay. <laughs> you know, throw it at the way. Okay. Or have your favorite numbers. Yeah. Or pick up a Lindo report. What's a Lindo report? John Lindo is a uh, handicapper from Southern California. All right. He's not only handicapped horses, he's an owner of a horse. One oh, wow. of his horses ran in the Breeders' Cup. Oh, geez. And John just has an extreme love for the sport of kings. And he's been a lifelong racing fan and he's a hell of a handicapper. Okay. And his handicapping sheet is available at the South Point free of charge. It's complimentary here. Now, if you were in Southern charge. California, you'd have to pay, pay money for this. Right. But here, they provide it for you because at the South Point, this race book wants to see people win money. <laughs> yes, they want do. to see you win money because it's paramutual wages. All right, so the fourth race is coming up in about 18 minutes. And yeah. who, who does he like here, Nookie? Noki, 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 Noki. Well, it's kind of Italian, like Noki, yeah. like not, you know. Yeah, right. All right, so like we're Noki. Yeah, Noki. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Right, yeah. Oh, we got to go with that guy. He also like Crimson Rose and Ira, or Irish Wahin. Uh -huh. But we're going with Noki. Okay, but now remember, he's picked. He picks three horses a race and he yeah. trades. And what uh, the handicappers will do sometimes they'll take a look at the odds because they may not want it, you know, a, a real dead favorite. Sure. So if he, they say, well, you know, he likes the favorite on top, but. Look at this horse that he's got picked second. This horse is like six to one. Right. It's a better value play. Right. And what you're trying to look for is value. Got to do value. Now, when I was a kid and I'd go to the OTB in Pittsburgh, I would I would wheel a horse a lot, which is kind of stupid because you're hoping for a long shot to come exactly. in, right? Exactly. Because a wheel, you're betting every horse. And we would do that. We, we had been drinking. Yeah. And then sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. Yeah. But the <laughs> drinks were always good. The drinks were always yeah. good. All right, let's go to the window. We're going to place a bet on Noki. 
That horn means almost post time, so let's get this bet in. Okay. So, uh, hi, I like uh, Santa Anita fourth race. I want to bet the over. The over what? Sorry? I bet the over on everything. Uh, the oh, I can't I bet an over on a horse, or I have to bet it to win places. Want it to be over what? I don't. Know. <laughs> you want the race to be over? No, I want the. I want yes, I want the race to be over with Noki five dollars to win on Noki. Noki, that's number four, correct, sir? Correct. Fourth race, he's, yeah, Noki. So $5 to win on the fourth Santa Anita. This is exciting. All right, there he goes. So is this bad that the two's out front, the favorite? Or well, we, we got it. We can't, uh, we can't let him get too far. All right, the four's hanging. Four's hanging. Beat that go. filthy favorite. <laughs> Come on, Ryder. Come on. Come on. Get, Come get, 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 get. Oh. Come on for Oh, he's not going to get there. Uh, we didn't win. Our horse took second. Um, so am I allowed to get a hot dog, Ralph? Am I allowed to go get a hot dog? Or what's the rule? You know why you can get a hot dog here? Yeah. Usually at the track, you got to wait until you win to get a hot right. dog. And the reason is because the hot dogs are so expensive. Right. But here, you can get a hot dog even if you lose. South Point, they're $1.50. They're, they're great. The greatest hot dogs. That, let's get a hot dog. That's we're going to get a hot we're dog. We're going to get All a right. hot dog. Back to you guys in the studio. Cross promotion. Look at that cross promotion. Forget just promos, promoting Race Day Las Vegas. We're promoting the hot dog stand that amazingly enough, I gotta give you credit. Yeah. Not only <laughs> just not, finished the hot dog. Not only have you just finished the hot dog, yeah. but you changed your outfit in the I middle did, of the and tunnel. I also got a haircut on my way over. I don't know if you noticed, but I got the barbershop here. I get to remember the barbershop here. That's right. So very, I went, I, I, very, I'm very fast. I'm very fast. Yeah. I, I bet a race. I lost. But, oh, well. I held on to the ticket. I have the ticket in case there was an inquiry. Was there an inquiry from a week ago? Or, I mean, just now? <laughs> a filthy favorite. That's so, Frank yeah. Nicotero, everybody. I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jeff, you, for having me. You know, me. I, I will say, first off, again, uh, Race Day Las Vegas uh, with our guy Ralph. Sean, up bright and early with him. Yes. Wednesday through Sunday. Getting you ready oh, for everything you. in horse racing. You don't need I don't need the anymore. headphones anymore. <laughs> you don't need them anymore. Uh, I, again, we have to see your... We have to see your... <laughs> Your full one hair haircut. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I got it right. It was, I ate a hot dog. It was you know. You actually got it while same ordering time. the hot dog. You can do that at the very, South Point. That's another great thing about the South Point. But there is a barber yeah. right down there. Don't What's know, his name? Yeah. Don the barber. Yeah, one of the bar. Yes, John. Yeah. John. John the barber. Yeah, John yeah, yeah, is yeah. one of them. Uh, one of the uh, the barbers. That's where Ryan gets his fly, fresh, fancy haircut, right? Tiff does it for. Or, well, you're a sports fan. You probably go to Sports Cuts or whatever that is, where you can watch highlights all day. Do them at home. <laughs> He's got he's got to save money now. That's true. I know he's he's, he's uh, three he's weeks gonna be, out. Gonna he's going to be a yeah. pop Papa McCormick. So. I know. Can you believe yeah. that? I know. We we have contingency plans. If it if it's, you're going if to she goes host and produce the show, I'm going to you're do going both. to you're going to. So of course, well, I'm so fast. I can run between well, both chairs, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Again, we, we mentioned this last week. You're like Dash from The Incredibles. <laughs> That's what you are. There you go. Uh, again. Uh, Sure. Uh, it's either it's either D Dash Nicotero, Sleeping Beauty Nicotero, oh, one, one, either one or the other, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> so, um, last time we haven't we've been talked since a week ago. Yeah, a lot has happened in said week. Uh, Steelers are done. They are done. They're done. Jerry's not here. I Jerry's won't even mention here, it. So don't you know. don't chalk up another mention. They are done. <laughs> but you have the, the white. Do you have the whiteboard? He does. It's, yeah, it's there's one. He put a one on there. But the Penguins are in town here. <laughs> Yeah. On Saturday. So I'm going to the game. I have yet to go to T-Mobile. So I'm excited about that. Ooh. Yeah. First time. Yeah. Will my Verizon phone work in there? I was trying to verify. Yeah. I will yes, it, they, yeah, yes, it they don't have some sort of blocker? No, okay, there's good. no blocker. Right. Actually, in all honesty, got to give T-Mobile Arena credit on this. Their Wi-Fi actually works really well. 
because I have been able to place bets on set of that. <laughs> that's I've been what I'm watching. wondering. That's, what I'm wondering. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I want to be able to log on to the South Point app. Uh, you know, probably taking over. Alex has the game pegged. There isn't a line yet. She had it pegged. She figures Vegas minus 140 was her handicap. Is there a line out yet? No, not yet. The line will come out tomorrow at about 7 o'clock Pacific. Yeah, she felt around 140, and I'm sure the over-under will be yeah, six. Yeah, money line. Yeah. <laughs> they're, all, they're always six. So uh, I'll probably do a parlay, Penguins in the over. And we're going to have a wager of some sort, me, Ryan, yeah, and yeah, Alex on the game, because they're both rooting for Vegas. Well, Alex is, Alex is, she has her off day tomorrow. Well, she'll be here on Monday, though, to pay it off. So, uh, you know, okay. the, the result will be yeah. announced on Monday. No one's going to know the result of the game. <laughs> no, no, well, whatever we, uh, we're going to make a bet. We're going to talk about it. Some sort of uh, penance for the loser. Or in this case, the losers, because the Penguins will win. Well, what happens? Loser. So, you know what? Just make him, eat an, make him get a haircut while eating a hot dog for real this time. Yes. I could eat the hot dog. Some extra sprinkling on there? I mean, that's not yeah. really a punishment because you no. get the hot dog because the hot dog's delicious. They look delicious. I can't, I have to eat it without the bun, but that's fine. That, oh, are you still in I'm your, trying to do, I got to, trying to drop a few pounds by my birthday. What are you on, a paleo or Kind of doing the keto, the keto thing. So low carbs. Is uh, it we, going okay? It's going very well. Oh, actually, it takes a couple what? days. I, I, I got myself into trouble this week. Back in the uh -oh. kitchen okay. by the book. I want your thoughts. Okay. Because I don't know how this came up in conversation, <laughs> but while we, we were, my family and my wife, uh, we went to Death Valley. And somehow in the middle of a meal at Death Valley, I don't know why this came up, but I now have a head-to-head -head bet with both my wife and my mom. Okay. That I need to, by, the, by March 1st, and I have no chance of being able to do this. Okay. I need to run an eight and a half, mi eight and a half minute, minute mile. Oh, okay. I have no chance. <laughs> I have no idea why I got myself into this. Is this on a treadmill or is this no, has any, to be on a track? Any, any, any way. Okay. We can do we can do it on a treadmill. We can do it. I can I could run it in my apartment complex because for whatever reason my apartment complex four laps around around the apartment complex is exactly a mile. Now, why do you know that? How do you know oh, that? Because during the pandemic we would. Oh, okay. And, and, oh, okay. You okay. spend time with nature because sure. you, you were only spending time with your, your loved ones at that yes, point. I remember uh, that. So uh, we would walk and okay. we would always have the Apple Watch on. And Eight and a half minutes. I remember in high school. I had no chance. I did a sub seven and that was a big deal. Why do I feel like Ryan, who was a football, you probably did like well, a, What was your What was yeah, your best we, time? Well, we for running backs and DBs, we had to run a sub seven. Okay. So yeah, uh, my best time, probably right around six. Wow. Yeah, I did under my, seven once. My, my, I was my, a sprinter, but I did it once. My best one ever. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Okay. It was for, of, of, of all sports, baseball tryout. Right. <laughs> really? Yes, because long distance running is very important hell? in baseball. Yeah. You got to run 90 uh, feet. That's all you so, need. So we had to run, in order to have a chance to still make the team, you had to run a, a sub eight. Wow. And I, shockingly enough, like I, I for, for suburban. <laughs> basketball. I, I actually played two years of, of, of high school basketball okay. before I got fat and slow. Um, <laughs> but uh, at that point, I was in pretty reasonable shape. Yeah. And I will always remember, I fin there were four people because I was, I tried, out as a, I tried out as a catcher. Like by baseball, I was a catcher and first baseman. So basically where you put the bigger people anyway right. for, for baseball. Oglethorpe. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I ran, I will I still finished last of the four people in my heat. But, but I ran a 652. Oh, my God. See, that's impressive. And it was like, wait a second. That can't possibly be right. Did I do three or four laps? Yeah. No, I, 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 I was 652, and I still finished last with the catchers. Which yeah, is, wow. Which is still like, uh, again, one of one of the catchers also was was uh, was the backup running back on a football team. So After we had to run a mile, we had to go into the gym 
and climb the knotted rope. Yeah, we didn't have to do that. I never, well, I, I used to run a fast, I used to run this fast and go in and when the, when the teacher would walk in, I'd be like, yeah, climb the rope. I never climbed the rope. Well, the I physical, never did. remember the physical fit, the physical fitness test, yeah. which was a thing. And you got to, for us, when we were in middle school in the yeah. first years of high school, you get the certificate signed by George W. Bush. Yeah, right? yeah. It was I think, a great time had by all. I think mine point. was signed by Jimmy Carter. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, but really, the biggest thing, the biggest thing was always the, uh, the sit and reach. That was the one that they always loved, the gym teachers. Yeah. Loved having us practice for whatever reason. And I think it was just because we would all just sit there with a box and just basically reach out the whole time. <laughs> My teacher, we would catch him smoking cigarettes while we were that running. right there. Yeah, I mean, this was a long time ago. He'd be out there. Gus D'Agostino, Italian guy. Keep running, boys. <sighs> anyway. So well, I don't know. Well, they weren't uttering can't stand you, right? Get Costanza? <laughs> Costanza can't stand you? So wait a second. You don't feel like you can do the eight I and a half? No, I, 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 I am a gigantic underdog. Right. I am a gigantic. I'll bet money on Ja. I'm going to root for Ja. I'll pull. No, for but it. here's the thing: I can't. I, I don't want to give myself odds against me because right. I want to win this thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because I want to. More importantly, I want to prove. I want to prove my loved ones wrong. Yeah, because to. they think I have no shot either. Right. The only the only thing that my wife said is just don't give up when it's clear that you can't do it. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, I, I I don't know why. I don't know how it even came up. But regardless, you can do it. You can do it. Rob Schneider yeah. him. So what was that, Ryan? That's what I'm curious about is how it just, that it came just, up I, and how it got I, I set think, at I, eight I minutes. Think it was, I yeah. think it was more than anything. Like, again, I wasn't struggling at all, like, on any of these hikes we did. Yeah. But I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in pretty terrible shape for someone my age, in all <laughs> honesty, to be totally frank. Uh, no pun intended totally there. Totally frank. What? Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> a new segment idea. Write that down, Ryan. <laughs> Tomorrow's punchlines. Totally frank. <laughs> but, no, I, I look, I, and also, too, like, if I could... My expectation now is if I ran a mile right now, I would probably be huffing and puffing after a quarter of a mile and then walking for a while. Like, yeah. it, would be, it would be horrible. It would almost be as bad as I did a beer mile, which would probably end up with, with the reversal of fortune. It would be like Michael Scott on The Office when he yeah. carved up by eating the fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about yeah, that. that that's good. Which, by the way, was filmed right by my house. So when I... When I used to have people coming to visit me in LA, I would do an office I'd show <laughs> where the church where Phyllis got married was right there. I'd take him to the office exterior, Dunder Mifflin, and I go, This is where Michael uh my, my, out. My, Michael Michael uh, passed out after <laughs> yeah. eating too much. That, that, was a, that was an underratedly great wasn't that was the race for rabies, right? It was the race for the rabies and yeah, yeah. and all sorts of things. It was the season premiere one season. And uh, <laughs> I used to see that I told you, I think I told one time. I was walking my dogs, little park right okay. up from my house, and I'm walking the dogs, and I see there's a crew there. And a lot of the times there were a lot of commercials. The local NBC News would do their their action crew walking in this park, you know, and doing the head turns. So one day I'm up there and I'm looking around, and it's a bigger truck, so you know it's like a network show or a movie. I look around, and on the bench right next to me were Michael Scott and Dwight. There was uh, uh, Steve Carell and, and Rain Wilson, Wilson right there, and I'm walking the dogs, and I go, oh, I kind of do that, and I'm like, oh. And I just kept walking, and they were talking, and just kind of nodded, and I think one of my dogs went over. But yeah, so it was kind of stuff like that you bump into now. Was that for that exact... No, it was for the episode uh, where he goes back to see Pam's mom. Oh, and she's an old woman. He's like, he says her name, Donna. I can't remember Pam's mom's name. And some old lady turns around and goes, My Uve. And it wasn't her, obviously. It was another. So it was that episode. The only thing I remember, mostly remember about Pam's mom is when the first season, the mom is completely different, different than the mom different in the actress, later season. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she comes to visit her at work that one yeah. day. Yeah. And uh, Parks and Rec was filmed at that park all the time, they used it as one of their parks. So uh, when the bees come in, I don't know if you're familiar with Parks and Rec, but that one. And then when they had the smallest park in Pawnee, that was right outside the liquor store, 
little part, little patch of grass. So it was all part of the tour I would do. Did they dig the? Did they dig the pit that uh, Andy? Got no, stuck that in? was not near me. That, that was, was like Van No, the pit where Andy lived. No, that wasn't near me. But a lot of the park stuff. So it was always kind of cool to see uh, see filming. Oh, and when uh, Chris, uh, why am I Chris? Chris, who's from Parks and Rec? He's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, what Chris Pratt? Chris yeah, Pratt, Pratt. My God, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, Jurassic it's World. catching up yeah. to me. And Chris Pratt uh, filmed his uh, Super Bowl commercial a couple years ago when he was on a horse. And they drove right by Vitello's restaurant. That was right behind my house there. For oh. Robert Blake, and it was allegedly uh, Robert was a, Blake. There we go. It's a whole thing there at that restaurant. But anyway, I digress. I think you're going to do it. I got money on you. Yeah, all right. I have one person that has confidence in me. Ryan, yeah. don't say what you're thinking because I know what you're thinking. Is it on the parlay card? Can we do it? We, <laughs> we should. We tease we should. That add to an extra minutes? leg. Yeah. No, I no. I wish I could. I would. Tease I, ten. I, I, I. Well, initially, here's the other thing. Initially, this was eight. And I would have oh. the, I had a negative chance <laughs> Give me on the eight thirty, and then I, somehow I negotiated it up to the eight thirty. I was like, "All right, well, it's going to be great when I put in all this work, lose some weight, get in right. better shape, and then we go out to do it. Go out to do it. I'm remember there's twenty. I have an extra day than usual. Oh, that's right. You got leave here February twenty ninth. That's week. right. We go out on February twenty ninth, and again by March first, it got to be done. Go out and run like an eight forty eight forty two. Oh man! And be like, all right, well that's it. I can't possibly do better than that. I'm not going to get twelve seconds off. And by the day. way, not only is February 29th a big day for Jeff, but that will be Ryan and I's one hundredth episode of Punchlines that day. Isn't that kind of uh, poetic that your one hundredth episode is on a day on that only exists every four years? Otherwise, it would be because you to can't. My you, like, once we get going for years and years with Punchlines and yeah. sports by the book. And we can look, we have the anniversary yes. show, but we can't even look <laughs> back this at the 100th yeah. episode anniversary it won't be because that. it's a date that only exists every four years. <laughs> you guys are right around 100 on this show right now, aren't you? Aren't you yeah. on 90 something? We're, we're, we're at 95. You're at 95. Oh, wait a second. Next week, hit 100. Am I not even going to be here on the 100th one? Well, let's yeah, see. That'll be Tuesday. 96, 97. Oh, that's great. Well, I guess I have to come in. No, no, no. The, it's six, it's so. Will it be Wednesday? Friday. Seven is Saturday. Eight is oh, you do Sunday. weekends. That's right. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I Tuesday. Forgot. Of course it is. I'll be here on Tuesday, I guess, yeah. to celebrate a 100 show. I'll have to get Well, it won't be your 100th because Matt's. So your 100th will be our will be like, 100th. But show. your fr fr will be like Friday. No, but that doesn't Yeah, but uh, our 100th I mean, wouldn't be until legitimately, 104. Legitimately, the only, the, only, the, only, uh, the only ones uh, that, that I will not have been on will have been yesterday, two days ago. Next Monday, yeah, because my off days are Monday and Tuesday moving. Right, forward. you're like a waiter. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I, a waiter I, now. I, 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 Mondays and Tuesdays are yeah. your weekend. Yeah, and the only and the only other one I almost missed was because of a medical thing. Well, but uh, we're uh, somehow actually worked that day. There's also going to be a medical one on March 1st after the run when he's <laughs> uh, firmed up his muscles. You so know, in all honesty, right March, honesty, we March, for, March 1st is a Friday. It is. In all honesty, if I actually feel like I can get close, I'm not going to do this if like I have no chance. But okay. if we can get close, maybe we just make the the South Point parking lot the uh, the actual the, where the, we run it, where, where it gets run, and, and we I shoot get, it, and then I dodge cars and everything, and, and make it <laughs> make it into like a real life Mario Kart. Basically, I, we'll cover it. We'll put it on punchlines and your show. <laughs> Let's do it. I can actually wear shorts and a t-shirt to work that day, and it would make there sense. There you go. I'll, I'll be like I'll, I'll be like SpongeBob and just start dancing. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like wiggly arms and everything. <laughs> oh man! Uh, talk about your show for for a yeah, little bit because something um, productive. We uh, of course, Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, I'm excited and, about and that we, in uh, Vegas. In Vegas, we 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 have stuff planned. We'll have, we'll announce that the week before. We yeah. may also have some very special stuff the week before as well coming your way, which yeah. you don't want to miss. But with this gigantic of event here, and mm -hmm. you look, you're 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 a celebrity. 
Oh, yes. You are. You are. You were the voice of Iron City. Beer, I was the voice. For goodness, for goodness sake. Um, when you get a, a super, like, no pun intended, just a, a super event like yeah. this. Just everyone comes in town, the epicenter of the world, basically, for, for a week. Just when you get all your friends coming. In, yeah. Who's going to hit you up here? Oh, man. It depends on the teams, right? I mean, there'll be Michigan people, possibly. Hopefully. I'm rooting for the Lions. Uh, I don't know a lot of San Francisco people. Green Bay people. Green Bay. Sucks. That's what he has to say. Uh, I don't know any Tampa people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Buffalo. I feel like I know a lot of people in Buffalo. So it's close to Pittsburgh. So I know some Bills fans. So so all I'm going to say is, like, with this week. I do have an extra room for Let. See, see, this is what happens when you're in the car. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) When, When you're in the car for... A few hours when the drives the last few days, we were trying to figure out what would be the most expensive Super Bowl ticket here. Where what matchup of the remaining eight would cause the the well, ticket market, which is already insane to begin with, to go even more Detroit insane. Buffalo, Detroit Buffalo. That, that was the San Francisco I, Kansas City. No, because they have a lot of money in San Francisco. So, right, yeah, but it's a so, rematch. So, so to me, it's already been done. It's been done. done. So, so to <laughs> me, so is Buffalo, the AFC representative would have to be Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. They haven't been in the Super Bowl since the nineties. Right, yeah, they probably would be favored in the game if it was anyone right. but the Niners. Right. Well, not probably. They would be favored against anyone but the Niners. Oh, Buffalo people but, do travel but, well too. But then it was interesting. It was basically like, all right, it won't be Tampa. No. But I could make an argument for all the other three. Where Green Bay, we know Green Bay hasn't been in the Super Bowl since Aaron Rodgers won. Please don't, in, please against, don't bring that one up. Yes, Steelers, I'm aware of Jordy course. Nelson nightmares. Uh, so. It'd uh, be hey, look, so obnoxious look, seeing that many cheeseheads around town. Well, oh, all I can say is we end up with Detroit Buffalo. Yeah, I'm concerned about this ex- this city existing. I, that's my dream matchup because it'll be a team that's never won before. We'll win the Super Bowl. And we already see the ticket prices for the the Lions for the second week in a row are the most expensive right. ticket. Yeah, they're averaging sense, right? $1,100 so a ticket. So these yeah. people now are going to go, if we're paying that much for a playoff game for the Super Bowl, we're selling the Ford. We're, you know, and they're going to... Well, we're selling multiple Fords. We're selling multiple Fords and Chevys. We're, we're going to make that game. I feel like Detroit-Buffalo yeah, that might be is... I, that's the match of people. I don't want to see San Francisco and Baltimore again. I mean, I don't want to see Baltimore in it, but the Niners, I don't want to see them win a six Super Bowl to tie the Patriots and the team from Southwest Pennsylvania. I want to see the Lions and Bills. Cop out. It's the only two teams I've ever No, 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 no. The cop out was not for that. The Southwestern. Uh, that, that, that's a cop out. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's not here. What do I care? <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I want Lions, Buffalo, and I have a futures on the Lions. And I just want Buffalo to win so we can be done with when will they ever win. So, you know. So, so I have, I actually have futures on Kansas City. No. So boring, I know, I but, know. But they could do it. I mean, it's Andy Reid. Look, hey, look, the only team that's left that I cannot cannot see winning the Super Bowl, which means book your tickets, Bucks fans, <laughs> is Tampa. Yeah. That's the only one of the remaining eight where, like, it's a again, it is a huge stretch to say Houston can win it at this point because they're going to be big underdogs back to back weeks on the yeah. road. It's a gigantic stretch to say Green Bay because they're a big underdog this week, but. We end up with if we end up with it, first off, if we end up with an NFC North right. NFC title championship. Game, Ryan's calling out. Forget Ryan. forget that the kid may be. We were talking next about week. that. <laughs> Ryan may just call out anyway. No, I have no I have no problem with the Lions because that franchise has been a bottom feeder. Snake for so long. Yeah, you just the Packers, yeah. you can't send the Packers. Yeah, no. They suck. That's like me rooting for the about Packers Ravens Super Bowl would be our nightmare. Yes. <laughs> I just I, I just actually, would, I actually wouldn't have called qualms with that because I would just I, I would root for the Packers. I would have to root for the Packers, Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I would mean, be rooting hard I mean, for the cheese. I, the I cheese over the crap. Well, you ma- you imagine the amount of 
great things you could do if the Packers were in the Super Bowl. You imagine the <laughs> like for the show. I'm saying, yeah. Oh like, my God, it just you, you could sample cheese on the oh, air the whole. Oh my week. God, I'll tell you, I've been Kitchen to the Wisconsin the State Fair and had deep fried Snickers bars, cheese curds. Cheese I mean, curds everything too, deep yeah. fried, and uh, I would welcome that. But I don't. I, I prefer. I prefer to see to see the Detroit Lions. See how it plays out. Who do you have this week? Just, just in general. Uh, just I, winners. They don't even need to. You know what? I, I, Detroit's going to beat Tampa Bay. San okay. Francisco's going to beat Green Bay. I think the Texans upset the Ravens because I think Whoa. Lamar Jackson will choke in the Hello. playoffs again. And uh, the Bills. The Bills. It's their year to, to – it's kind of their year to knock down so the So the, the Niners beat the Packers. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Didn't, yeah you I didn't even that. mention that. Yeah. yeah I, I thought I blew by that. Did I? Yeah. You, you said Niners. I said Niners. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I said it, it so good. fast. So yeah. fast. I, I did it in a half-minute mile with that one right Very there. Very good. Very good. Niners – Again, I, as of this moment, if we're doing the money line parlay, yeah. the Niners, the Lions, the Ravens, and then the Chiefs are the non chalk. Yeah, that's that would be my. If yeah, we're I'm, doing a, I'm right there with you. If we're I'm doing the money Texas line parlay, non-chalk. that's what I would do. Spread, as I said earlier, uh, I taking the Bucks and the money line. You take the Bucks over the Lions. No, I, I have the Lions. What was the underdog? Oh, Chiefs. Kansas sorry, City. Sorry, Kansas sorry, City. my bad. Yeah, Kansas City. Right. Uh, which, if you've listened to the show all year, you're not surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, one bit. All right, the show is punch lines. Yep, it's. Noon every day in Nevada. Noon in Nevada. Weekdays. Lines in Nevada. Live every live every in single, Nevada every, every show. Weekday. Every show. You're back tomorrow. Yep. Who's on with you? Uh, you are. Other than me. You are there. I know Kevin, Kevin Belenkoff. So it's our analytical Fridays that we love. Kevin will have some winners. He's been uh, he's been hot this year. He's he had Tampa Bay was his strongest play last week. Tampa Bay crushed and yeah, all of our uh, play, yeah. I a couple other picks. A couple he had uh, a couple overs. I think anyway. Kevin will be here tomorrow, and then you. So it'll be a good show. Be a good show. Ryan will be ready for it as well in his suit and tie, as always. And Ryan will be eating an Uncrustable tomorrow at the top of the show, just so he knows. <laughs> wait, Telling wh- him right now. Wait, why? Yeah, you'll find out tomorrow. You have to tune in. That's a true teaser. A tease, yeah. You you have an aversion to Uncrustables? Well, I mean, to begin with, I don't like jelly. But see, I don't either. It's uh, You'll see. You'll see it. We'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. It's a tease. It's yeah. a tease. Noon on Punchlines on this station. Yep. We're back tomorrow with three Football Friday. Myself, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliulo. Uh, who knows? Maybe Jimmy will show up as well tomorrow at three. Thank you for getting Race Day Las Vegas tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Thank you very much. Race Day Las Vegas gets your day going. At 7 Thank you, Ralph, again for Sean, taking me to the track. Sean will be here to get him on the air tomorrow. And He's already napping. He's already going to sleep to get up. <laughs> and you uh, did not win your horse bet. I did not. I'm, second. Took second. Look. If there was a horse named Yoki in the race that I happened to be in the race book for, I would bet it is. You got to. You have to do it. For Ryan, for Ann, for Sean, for Frank. Big thanks to Matt Cox as well. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again tomorrow. Three o'clock. Sports by the book. You do that. It's your. I stole. <laughs> <laughs>